Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Young Year Writers Show. My name is Michael Evans, and today I'm here with Millie Florence, who is a middle grade author and at the age of 15 has already published two novels, Honey Butter and Lydia Green of Mulberry Glen. She's also attended over a dozen events, has done numerous podcast interviews, and overall, I have to say, she's just killing the game. And I'm super excited to have her on today, and I'm really excited to see what insight and inspiration she can provide to us all today. So, hey, Millie, how's it going? Great. It's awesome to be on the podcast. I'm super excited. Yes, I'm, I'm very glad to have you on. I, I don't even know where to begin because there's a lot to talk about. I mean, the first obvious thing that to me is striking is like uh, she's only 15. And not only has she published one novel, but she's published two. And you published your first at 13. So I'd, I'd just like to know, how did you first of all come to write a full-length novel at such a young age? And then, I mean, another really cool but also not really normal thing to think about is how do I get it published? Because usually that's not a thought that like, a, I guess you must have been 12 at the time already thinking about getting it published. Like, how is that whole thought process and what inspired you to go for it? I mean, um, and I've said this before, so most people probably know this, but there has never been a time in my life where I didn't want to write stories. But if you're talking specifically publication, I think the first time actually publishing crossed my mind was when I was maybe nine. Um, and yeah, and around that age, I read a book called Sword Bird. Um, the girl was published by HarperCollins at age 12. And I read that when I was nine. And I'm like, I can do better than that, <laughs> basically. Yeah. No, you're wrong. It's a good book. I'm not <laughs> I'm like dissing the girl who wrote it. But, um, you know, when you're nine years old, you're skeptical of a lot of stuff. And so I was like, I, I'm going to I can do that. I can do better than that. And that's when I really started thinking about, you know, publishing, because, again, I'd been writing books for ages. But, yeah, that was the first time publication crossed my mind. Um, my big problem, honestly, was always that I could never completely finish the first yeah. draft um, because I was, all, you know, I just I have a very creative excitable brain you could say and um I like I would start one story idea but then I'd get bored yeah. of it and I'd go on to another and you know I think a lot I think this is a problem that a lot of young writers have I've definitely encountered yeah. many who, who struggle with that um so uh it wasn't until I was 13 and uh, November of 2017, I decided I was going to go for NaNoWriMo. I'd never done it at an age where I could actually like type my own books. So it was technically like my first time doing it. Uh, but when I was five, um, I made my dad type out a story for me for NaNoWriMo in like NaNoWriMo in quotes because I was five. <laughs> so I wasn't really like reaching a certain word count or anything. I just wanted to write a book in a month. And yeah, so um yeah, that was how Honey Butter was born, was November 2017. I did NaNoWriMo, and that's how I got the first draft done. So if you are a teen and you have not checked out NaNoWriMo, I highly, highly recommend you do. It actually surprises me sometimes how many people don't know about NaNoWriMo, because I feel like it's kind yeah. of but I still manage to meet people who like have never heard of it. So go check it out. It stands for National Novel Writing Month. It's amazing, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's so awesome, and during that month, uh, did you, you completed the whole draft in that month or was it kind of like just motivation to really get a great start on it? No, I completed the whole draft in the month. 
Um, That's awesome. I, I actually, I completed it a few days before the end of the month um, because it was kind of just the first time I'd ever, I'd ever been really, really strict, I guess you could say, and like getting my word count down every day. Um, so yeah, it, it definitely, you know, it, it helped out a lot. And for, that was your first novel, you did that for Honey Butter, correct? Yeah, Honey Butter. That's- that's awesome. Did you take that same discipline and apply it to when you were writing the first draft of Lydia Green of Mulberry Glen? I did write part of Lydia Green of Mulberry Glen in NaNoWriMo, but um, it's a, like twice as long as Honey Butter. So yeah. I a lot of it was written like a, in the weeks leading up to NaNoWriMo and in the weeks after NaNoWriMo. I think I finished it midway through December, the first draft of, of Lydia Green. That's still super great. And after publishing your first book at 13, which is super young, but super, super awesome. And no matter what age you are, age really is just a number at the end of the day, whether you're 110, which great for you that you're alive or five years old, you can create great art and you are a testament to that. But I was still wondering throughout your first to second book, that progression that you had in an artist, what mistakes did you make in your first book that you corrected or learned and tried to improve on in your second book, Lydia? Green of Mulberry Glen. I know that. I love that title, by the way. It's like, Thank you. it feels good when like, I, it gives me like a good vibe, but also I kind of want to know like what's, what's going on, but it's like, it's a good, it's a good title. But yes, I was wondering your mistakes. Uh, yeah. So, um, some mistakes that I made in Honey Butter that, you know, got better with Lydia Green. Let's see. Well, I think, okay. So I know I said that my first drafts are always a really huge mess with you know because I don't plot and I don't outline um but I think that was slightly less true for Lydia Green it was a lot like it was a lot less of a mess yes there were parts that like weren't readable because I didn't totally finish it but the plot itself was more cohesive than with Honey Butter like with Honey Butter Sometimes I would just write things completely randomly that nothing to do with the actual story that all got cut later. Um, but because I'd been through the process once, I kind of had an instinct when I started writing Lydia Green for what would stick in the plot and what wouldn't. And that instinct, like once you once you write a whole book and go through that process, you gain these instincts and these it's skills I guess um I hesitate to call them skills because I don't always totally know what I'm doing when I'm writing a book if you know what I mean um but so I, I would say instincts um of just you know what feels right and what makes sense for the story and you just you just get better at that with the next book so for that reason my first draft the plot of my first draft specifically was a lot better in Lydia Green than um, in Honey Butter. Um, Another thing that I noticed a lot was, um, and this isn't necessarily a mistake, but just an improvement, was that my um, ability to write fast really changed. I can remember when I was writing the first draft of Honey Butter, it would take me like two hours at least, usually more, to get to my word count goal for the day. So it's lucky I'm homeschooled. I have the time to do that. Um, but with Lydia Green, I was usually like on a decent day, I was able to write a thousand words per hour. And I usually only did one hour of that because it's kind of exhausting. But um, I definitely 
you know, my, just my ability to get the words out definitely sped up a lot. And I think that was one of the biggest things I, I noticed. Um, another thing I think that helped was I started um, kind of thinking about what would market well. And that sounds kind of bad. <laughs> like from an artist viewpoint. No, that's good. I think that's good. That's good for everyone to hear. Yeah, but um, like what I knew readers would enjoy. There, okay, because like in Lydia Green, I'd never experienced having readers before. But um, I mean, in Honey Butter, I'd never experienced having readers before. But in Lydia Green, um, I when I was writing parts, I would get excited if I like wrote a good scene like oh my goodness my readers are going to enjoy that so much because I knew I actually had readers so it, I don't know if anyone that's ever um, listening to this podcast has read Lydia Green but whenever I was writing the scenes with Quill in them this one very quirky character who is a hobgoblin that lives in the magical libraries um, I was just like oh my goodness this is gonna be great my readers are gonna love this and they did, um, which I think um, means that I did, you know, gain those instincts for what my readers would really enjoy. Um, Quill is a lot of people's favorite character, and he's definitely, you know, one of my favorite my favorite characters. That's so. that's so great to hear. Uh, that's actually really exciting that you're beginning to like pick up on the interests of your readers, and then be able to craft a great story around it and add in things that make people love it. That's awesome. And I was wondering. How have you developed such a sense of self-awareness and what advice could you give to other writers um, in really finding themselves and having their own identity come through in their work? Because I think you do an awesome job at it. Yeah. Um, well, that's a pretty broad topic that, you know, you could, I think there's been whole books written on that. But if I were to yeah. quickly, I would say, um, especially for you know, teen authors, um, and something that people tell me is very mature. I, I don't necessarily see this as very mature, but it's like, it seems kind of obvious to me, but I apparently adults think it's very mature is to realize you are a kid and to realize you don't have as much experience as adults. Cause yes, age is just a number. And, um, <clears throat> like you said, you know, it doesn't really matter how old you are. You can still create great art, but you do have to um, realize that people are going to underestimate you and that while nothing is impossible, you there are certain disadvantages to trying to write things as a teen. You don't have as much life experience. Um, and so I think just to, uh, like just at the beginning in, you know, acquiring your self-awareness is to realize when people are um, more experienced and, and better than you. I mean, it sounds old fashioned, like listen to your elders and things like that. But I mean, my, my parents are amazing and I've learned a ton from them that I've put into my books. There are several quotes from them that <laughs> I put in my books. One specifically that my dad said once was, um, I'm not a grown up, just a kid who's been around for a while. And I think no matter what age you are, at some point we do have to admit we are all children um, in some aspect of our life. And there's always 
more to be learned. And I think once you start to realize that, um, that's really when you can become like maturity is realizing how little you know in the end. If you're interested in listening to the full version of this interview, you can find it at youngeagerwriters.org.